Praise the Lord and God bless you this afternoon and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited one more day to be here. It's a blessing for what God is doing for us, through us, with us, and in the midst of us, regardless of what's going on in the world. I know some of y'all say, God, you say that all the time, but you need to listen to what the words say because it's true. Well, today I'm excited because it's another day's journey and I'm so glad about what God is doing in the midst of us, for us, through us, and regardless of everything going on around us. I'm just excited about what God is doing today. Amen. I'm just excited, excited, excited about what God is doing for us. Um, there's a lot of things going on in the world today, and I'm just excited about God's grace towards us in the midst of everything going on. Bow your heads with me this afternoon and um, let us pray about what God is doing for us. Is everything okay? Okay. Bow your head. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of the people of God that's listening to this broadcast right now, oh God. I ask you to touch every liberal soul and break every yoke in their life, oh God. I thank you for making them free. I thank you for bringing deliverance in their life. I ask that you touch him and open the understanding of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, you get to hear different stories and listen to different preachers about what they're preaching about. And you get to hear sob stories as well and all different things. But today I want to talk to you about my friend. Oh, I'm talking about Jesus. <laughs> you know, last Sunday I said I was going to preach a message this morning about what a friend we have in Jesus. <clears throat> and it's true. We do have a friend in Jesus. So I want to preach to you about what a friend we have in Jesus. Because it's interesting. We all say, what a friend we have in Jesus. And then we don't know what to do when something goes wrong. However, the question I pose to everybody today is, is are you Jesus' friend? Because everybody, everybody sing that song. What a friend we have in Jesus, and it goes something like this. <clears throat> All right, I'm not a great singer, but I, I, I like to sing this song to them. What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Oh, because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Now that's interesting, but the first part is what gets me most about people. And most people will say something like, um, what a friend we have. In Jesus, all our sin and grief to bear. Now listen to this. Let's go to the word of God. Everybody sings that song. Yeah, I know some people sing a billion times better than me. But you know what? I don't care because the difference is I'm singing it from my heart. I'm not trying to impress you. I'm trying to get you to understand something about we have a friend in Jesus. Everybody running around saying, we have a friend in Jesus. So my question to everybody, are you Jesus' friend? I'll say it again, are you Jesus' friend? I drink Poland spring water all the time. I often brag about it, I make a joke, I should be the spokesman. However, I like to drink Poland spring water, but I'm not a friend of the owner or the company. 
only thing they're doing is taking my money when I buy the water. That's it. But I'm not their friend, and they're not mine. And it's the same thing with Jesus Christ. Jesus supplies us with salvation, deliverance, healing, but it doesn't mean we're his friend. And I found out something that everybody cannot get to be Jesus' friend. Everybody's not going to be Jesus' friend. Amen. That's the unique thing about this. <laughs> Everybody don't qualify to be the friend of the Son of God. Go to James chapter 4 and verse 4. Let's get rolling here. James chapter 4, verse 4. And it says, Ye adulterers and adulterers, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God, and whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Let me read it one more time. Uh, King James Version, James chapter 4, verse 4 says, Ye adulterers and adulterers, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God, and whosoever therefore shall be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. People wake up. I'm telling you, wake up. You can be a friend of the world and an enemy of God by being friends with the world when you're saying you're saved. Many people run around saying, I'm saved, I'm saved, I love Jesus, I love Jesus, but yet you're a friend of the world. Your heart is wrapped up in everything in the world. Your heart is not wrapped up and tangled up in Jesus and wrapped up and tangled up in the affairs of this world. You got to have the latest everything. You got to have the latest car. You got to have the latest. Your mind and heart is in the world. Your heart and your mind is in the world. Your heart and mind are not in tune to the living God. Oh, no, it's not. Amen. It's not in tune to the spirit of God moving. It's not in tune to the spiritual things of God. It's not in tune to eternal life. You're just carrying the name of Jesus. Murderers do that. Go read about centuries ago. What the Catholic Church did. They were naming the name of God and run around murdering people you to believe in God. And God never told nobody to do no such thing. He never told you to kill fight. They don't believe in me, kill him. But the thing I want to bring up today is everybody running around singing a song. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Are you a friend of God? That's what he wants to know. Are you a friend of his son, Jesus Christ? That's what he wants to know. We're running around saying we're a friend of God. Oh, I'm a I'm God friend. Or rather, God is my friend. Jesus is my friend. I have a friend in Jesus. I can take all my problems and drop them. I can run around and lay out, and then I can come back and give it to Jesus and tell him to forgive me. Ask him to forgive me of my sins because I'm a friend of Jesus. Don't you know the time of God to cut you off? The scripture here says he tells the adulterers and adulterers that you are an enemy with God. You are friends with the world. Darkness and light don't. Come on, people. Darkness and light don't connect. Darkness and light have never connected. You turn the light on the darkness go. You ever see day and night together? No. When the breaking of the day come and start knocking out the light. When the nighttime, it come knocking out the light. It, the nighttime comes, it knocks out the light. When daytime comes, it knocks out the darkness. Who are you living for? Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. He talking here. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief are And you smile. And Jesus singing back to you. Well, I don't know why you're not my friend. I offer to save you, but you're not my friend. You're going to die in your sin. My song may be corny, but it's a fact. My song may be corny. It's a fact, though. Y'all running around singing, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and Greek to bear. 
Oh, yeah, it sounds good. But the scripture here in James 4 and 4 plainly states, yeah, don't you then, don't you know you not that friendship with the world is enmity with God and whosoever therefore shall be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. There it is. I didn't write it. Don't get mad with me. I'm not your average preacher. I don't preach to make people feel good. So forget it. I just tell you the truth. You be upset, you be upset. But the truth is something you must be told. It's true. The truth doesn't make you feel good. The truth makes you get right. Then you'll feel good that you got right. The truth, people think the word of God is going to make you feel good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You eat honey. Some people eat honey from the honeycomb. It tastes delicious in your mouth, but when it hits your belly, ha <laughs> what a friend we have in Jesus. I've been hearing that song since I was a little boy. And more and more it's been dawning on me that people are not living the other part. People are not living that they're a friend of Jesus. They rather focused on that Jesus is a friend of mine. What a friend we have in Jesus. Because I can take all my sins and all my corruption. I can take it and drop it off and gun down. Now I'll go do some more and drop that off on him too. What a friend we have in Jesus. This scripture, James 4 and 4, tells us that we become enemies with God when we're friendship with the world. Our friendship is tied up in the world. Everything we do, God ain't included. There's a scripture in the Bible that talks about different things that we do that we should not do. But James 4 and 4 talks about friendship with the world. And it makes you God enemy. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalm 41. Psalm 41 and verse 9. Look at that verse. <coughs> Psalm 41 and 9 says, listen to this. Yeah, my own familiar friend in whom I trusted and wish to eat, uh, eat of my bread have lifted up his heel against me. I'll read it again. Yeah, my old familiar friend in whom I trusted was eating up my bread have lift up my hill again. Oh, y'all don't know who it's talking about? Yes, it's talking about that famous guy that hung us off Judas Iscariot. That's right. He sat down and ate bread. The Lord calls him his friend. Oh, yeah. He betrayed Christ, got up from that table, ate with Christ, hugged him, gave him the solutions they gave back in those days, but yet he turned on him. Jesus was his friend, <laughs> but he was never really Jesus' friend. That's what I'm talking about today. That's what I'm talking about now. Everybody run around saying they're a friend of the Lord. Jesus is my friend. I'd rather, I don't really hear people saying they're a friend of the Lord. They say the Lord is a friend of theirs. I mean, very few people out here say, I'm a friend of God. They don't qualify, that's why. People are more hung up on lordship and godship with God the Father and Jesus Christ. They're wrapped up in Godship and Lordship so there's no friendship. Amen. It's true. People only treat God as God when they want something. They only treat Jesus as Lord when they want him to get them out of their mess. 
What a friend we have in Jesus. What? Listen to the word. What a friend. It's a question. It's a question. What a friend we have in Jesus. Yes, don't sing the song. What a friend we have in Jesus. Listen to the words. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend do you have in Jesus Christ? What? Do you know him? Do you really know him as a friend? And are you his friend? Today, Jesus Christ had millions and millions of one-sided friendship. One-sided. He's friends with millions and millions and millions of people, but they don't want to be his friend. They only wanted friendship of what they could get. Other than that, they don't want his friendship. They don't want to be a friend with him. I remember in the Bible, the Old Testament, the Lord used to come down in the cool and they hang out with Abraham. Nobody don't want the Lord to come out and hang out with them. They're too robbing and running with the world. You know, years ago, the women was too busy watching soap operas, so they didn't have time for the Lord to come down and hang out with them. The brothers were too busy lusting after some other women and then his wife. They had time. For the Lord to come down and be a friend of theirs. They were too busy telling dirty jokes on the job. Nasty sexual jokes on the job. They don't have time for the Lord to come down and commune with them at lunchtime. Hello, hallelujah. Hello, it's true. I'm talking about today. And they're doing the same thing today. Look at this verse. Psalm 41 and 9 says, My, yea, my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, have lifted up his hill against me. Yeah. Y'all running around saying, God bless me, God bless me, God bless me. And all you preachers out there, stop lying to people. Stop telling them God is going to bless them and tell them they need to repent of their sin. Stop telling those people they need to repent of their sins and surrender their life to the Lord. Stop telling them God going to bless them. He already blessed them with all that. Oh, my gosh. He already blessed them with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. They need to repent of their sins so they can attain it. So it can come into the natural to them. God's going to bless you. I want to tell you God's going to bless you. Blah, 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 blah. Let him become a friend of God. <laughs> Not God become their friend. Not the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. The Holy Ghost is a keeper if you want to be kept. You can remain a friend of Jesus Christ throughout eternity. If you want to. You have to want to be God's friend. You have to be one to be the Lord Jesus Christ's friend. You have to want to be the Holy Ghost friend. You got to want to be a part of the Godhead family. You got to want to be in the throne room. You have to want to be there. You have to want to be there. You have to want to live there. Everybody say, I'm going to heaven. Half the people that run around saying they're going to heaven don't even know where heaven is. If you ask the average person where heaven is, they're going to say, I don't know. It's up there somewhere. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where it is because the Bible tells us directly where about the heaven is. And he, it, in fact, the Bible tell you what direction heaven is. I'm not making it up. Read your Bible. It's in there. It tells you the direction towards heaven. Y'all know. Y'all don't know what's going on. That's why they making all these spaceships. <laughs> they trying to go in this space, but they they can't find it. Don't you know the scientists? They keep finding all these beautiful uh, 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 galaxies. They try to see if that's heaven. <laughs> they will never find it. Never. Yes, the Bible does tell you what direction heaven is. 
Bible even tells us that there's going to be a new heaven and earth. It tells you. It tells you the whole earth is going to be burnt up. It tells us the new earth is going to come down. It tells us it's going to be about a new Jerusalem. But hey, everybody right around saying, Jesus is a friend of mine. And don't know that. They don't even know that. They don't even know there'll be a new heaven and earth. Everybody keeps saying, I don't want to go to heaven. Then some people saying, I don't want to go to hell. They don't even know there's a lake of fire. Huh? You want to be God's friend? Follow the word. This scripture plainly says that a, he was a familiar friend that ate with him and lifted up his hell. And that was Judas Iscariot. We all know the results of Judas Iscariot. Always remember, we all know. Most of us in the Bible know that. But the thing here is, are you God's friend? Are you Jesus Christ's friend? Get out of the Godship and Lordship and get the friendship. I'm going to show you in the scripture why I'm telling you that. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12 and verse 4. And the reason I follow, this is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking himself. This is the Lord speaking. And I say unto you, my friend, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more they can do. I'll read it again. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, after that they have no more they can do. All people are saying, what are you talking about? The Lord is telling you don't be afraid of them that can kill your natural body. They can't kill your soul. You'll live eternally. And they're going to roast throughout eternity. But the Lord said, listen, listen to what he said. Listen to the type of person Jesus is. He said, I say unto you, my friends. Did you hear that? He said unto them, my friends. I'll say it again. It's what the Lord said. My friends. Isn't that something? The Lord told, consider them to be his friends. Now, many people did not consider him to be their friend. When Christ went to Calvary, listen to this. Listen to this. When Jesus Christ went to Calvary, he was not my friend. But the world, Jesus Christ was not your friend when you, you, he went to Calvary. You were not his friend. You was not. And anybody listening to me now, when Jesus Christ went to Calvary, you was not his friend. He was your friend. Do you hear that? He was your friend. He was a sure friend to give up his life for you. For you, on the other hand, people had to beg you and constantly talk to you about being saved. And you're going, ah, I, 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 I don't know if I want to be saved. I, 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 I go to church. I'm religious. Verse 4. Luke chapter 12. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after what they can do no more, they can do no more. My friends. The Lord was calling you his friend. The Lord was calling them his friend. You've got to be God's friend. I'm going to say it again. You got to be God's friend. You got to come to know him as a friend. Let's move on. Let's go to John 11 and 11.
When people hear me saying what a friend we have in Jesus, they probably put their fingers in there and say, oh my God, let that man stop singing. Please don't let him sing what a friend we have in Jesus anymore and make his song sound horrible. You want me to sing it some more for you? <laughs> but you need to understand something. The words in the beginning of that song will wind up telling you where you're going to spend eternity. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sin and grief to bear. Everybody like that part. Everybody like that. Oh my gosh, the Lord can bear my bed. Take all my dirty crimes. And then the Lord takes your sin, washes you in his precious blood, and then you go right back to your nasty lowdown. Then you run back to Jesus and oh, my sins and crimes. Oh, I didn't mean to do it. And he really know you're lying. I didn't really need to lay up with sister so-and-so again. Ah. <laughs> Lies. So the son said, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. But listen to this. The next verse says something interesting. We have trials and temptation and there's trouble everywhere. Ah, and you're going to keep having it because you won't obey God. You keep getting in the mess that you don't need to be in. Okay, John 11 and 11 says, these things I say, these things he said, and after that he said unto them, our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of his sleep. I'll read it again. These things he said, and after that he saith unto them, our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may wake him up out of sleep. That's what friends do. Friends will come and wake you up out of your sleep. Friends will come knocking on your door. Wake up! I used to, I used to do this on my friend too. Wake up, I know you in the garden, bitch. <laughs> Let me pray for those watching the television broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, at you touch every liberal soul that's watching this te uh, broad television broadcast. Break the yokes in their life. Make them free. Touch them with your word and your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, you can catch the broadcast, the rest of the broadcast, through the podcast at um, uh, <laughs> I can never get that right. HTTP, HTTPS. Uh, all right. www.tabernaclepodcast.org. Uh, look for us on the Tabernacle of Deliverance on um, Apple and on Google. You can find us on the, on the, the day podcast. Oh, don't forget to visit the website, tabernacledeliverance.org, and leave your prayer request, uh, uh, your, your testimony, and become a partner. I don't know, something I can't. I got to get my wife to hurry up and start doing enough. Terrible at one of those. Okay. All right, let's move on. We love y'all watching the broadcast. Mwah, we love you. Become a friend of Jesus. Okay, let's move on. Okay. And these things he said, after this, he saith unto them, our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of his sleep. Wow. The Lord was going to wake up. Now, notice the Lord didn't say, my friend died. Oh, my friend. He didn't do that. The Lord said, I'm going to wake up my friend. Because he's sleeping. Now, notice he said something. My friend. Did you hear that? He said he was going to wake up who? His friend. And he named it by name. I'm going to wake up my friend Lazarus so we can hang out. And the people in there at that time was upset on crying. Oh, Lazarus is dead. Jesus, what you talking about? He's dead. The Lord like, what is wrong, these dummy? I am the resurrection and the life. Why are they complaining about him being dead? I said, I'm going to wake up my friend. Y'all don't have to come. I'm going to see my friend. Anyone woke up in front of Lazarus? Oh, the Jews wanted to kill Lazarus. <laughs> they wanted him dead. I'm serious. They wanted Lazarus dead. Because now 
they had a problem. This dude, Jesus, who went around calling himself Lord of Lords and King of Kings, has rose Lazarus from the dead. Now we got a problem. Now we got to get rid of Lazarus. We're going to figure out a way to get, get rid of Jesus. But now Lazarus was dead for three days. This man went rose and from the dead. Now how, we gonna, how in the world are we going to explain that? Then we're going to have to believe in a resurrection. Then we're going to have to believe that he's the son of God. Now that he rose Lazarus from the dead, we're in trouble. So they said, they started plotting how they could kill Lazarus again. <sighs> That's funny. They're trying to kill a man that was dead. It sounds comical. They were actually plotting how can we kill Lazarus again. Can you imagine them saying this? How can we kill this guy again? He came back from the dead. How are we going to get rid of him? Some of them probably were scared to do anything, but they were flattened that they didn't know if he had any kind of superpowers or anything, that he was rose from the dead by Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Oh, my gosh. Man, if I was there back in that day, I would have been jumping up and down. I would say, Lazarus, how was it when you were dead? Did you go see God? I wouldn't ask all kind of dumb crazy, crazy question. He probably be looking at me like this kid is off. But Jesus called them his friend. And then he called them by his name. That's the thing about friendship. Friendship, you don't just call a person your friend. But you know them by their name. I know a lot of faith. I like, I know a lot of very successful pastors. Some of them are my actual personal friends. I've known them for years. Some of them, some of them are not. Got big ministries all over, and they're actually friends of mine. I could actually call them on the phone and get them. Oh, they're not to visit. I could call them on the phone and get them on the phone. I, they're my friends. I'm their friend. When I need prayer, I could call them. Um, and that's friendship. Then I have personal friends. I have, I think, four four personal friends left. These are my friends, friend, 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 friends that have been friends for forever. Ever. I have, I have two friends that I've been friends with since I was a teenager. We went to school together. Uh, all of us are say, but we all we all we've been friends forever and ever, ever and ever, ever, ever. Amen. So we all we generally know all of our little scammy whammy stuff we used to do before we would say so we know we know all the secrets you know that's right we keep the secrets we make sure we get right <laughs> okay <clears throat> but the thing about you singing that song what a friend we have in Jesus yet Jesus called his friend by name. I never forget my pastor, the late Apostle Washington. That man used to call Jesus' name like they were best, cool, cool friends. I could never, I never, I never heard a man call Jesus like they were friends. Oh no, I haven't. Oh no, I haven't. Oh my goodness, that man will call Jesus like they were friends. Oh, and the man, the man will see angels too. I'm serious. I had a prayer partner. She would see angels, and uh, and they wasn't even together. They didn't even really talk. And I mean, oh, he used to call Jesus. He, oh my gosh. And then one of the brothers I know told me that he was walking by Pastor Washington trailer one day, and he heard my pastor talking to someone, and he heard the man talking back to him. Now he told me he said Bernard. There was nobody in that trailer because I know who goes in that trailer because he was like, you know, gone. Um, he said nobody went in the trailer with Pastor Washington. Pastor Washington was in there talking to somebody. Whoever it was was talking back, back to him. He was talking about what was going on with the ministry or whatever. And the man was talking back to him. Now they could go inside there, but there was nobody in that office with him. Nobody. Talking to the Lord. You got to become God, friend, if you want that type of relationship. That's what you need to make it in this day. Because you can't trust people today. Man, you, oh man, you can't trust. I'm telling you, you can't trust man. So this scripture here says, in verse 11 of chapter 11 of St. John, King David wrote, said, these things he said, these things said he, and after that he said unto them, our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go. I like that part. 
that I may wake him up out of his sleep. And that just remind me when I used to go with some of my friends, how they sleep and I'm going knocking on the door. Matter of fact, one friend I would call, <laughs> I was doing the other day, that turkey was sleeping. I texted his wife. No, Matt, what time is it? Well, I want to talk to him. I want to talk about 11 o'clock. She said, he won't be up to 1 o'clock in the morning. So you see me up there struggling to stay up to 1 o'clock. He didn't come on to two hours upset. He's all bright and early. I'm about to conk out. One day, this is a joke. One day, I was duo with him, and he went to sleep while we were duo talking. I was rolling. I wish I had a camera to take a picture. It was so funny. <laughs> that's friend. You have fun with your friend. And that's what Jesus did with his friend. He enjoyed himself with his friends. He fellowship <laughs> fellowshiped with his friends. Excuse me. <clears throat> he fellowship with his friends. He had a good time with his friends. That's friendship. But people have one-sided friendship with God and with the Lord Jesus Christ. They only know God. Let me tell you another thing about our friendship today. Friendship is based with God going into a church building. Now that the, uh, uh, a pandemic outbreak has taken place, a lot of people no longer consider God a friend because they can't go to church. That ain't friendship, that's religion. When you come a friend with God, you can communicate with him anywhere. <clears throat> you can fellowship with God anywhere. You go in your bathroom and fellowship with God. You can sit in your car and fellowship with God. We can fellowship and worship God anywhere. And wait for him to talk back. Shut up sometime and listen to God. He wants to talk to you. That was a quick word, right? You like that, right? Got a word from the Lord. You like that, right? Shut up. God wants to talk to you. <clears throat> so Jesus went. He said, I go to wake up my friend Lazarus because that dude is sleeping. <clears throat> now he's been laying around for three days sleeping. Now he thinks he's getting away with this. He ain't leaving me here by myself right now. I'm going to wake him up. That's something. The Lord done went and woke up Lazarus and got in more trouble for waking up Lazarus. And Lazarus got in more trouble. Lazarus about to say, Lord, you don't get us both in more trouble. But thanks for waking me up. Friendship. Lazarus was his friend, and he was Lazarus' friend. That's important. They were friends. <clears throat> Let's move on. Let's go to chapter, oh, Exodus chapter 33. I'm me. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to be like nobody else. I'm being me. My name is Bernard Wells. They call me Pastor Bernard Wells because that's who I am. However, I'm not trying to be like no other pastor, no other apostle, no, I ain't trying to be like nobody. I'm not trying to preach like nobody. I'm never going to teach like nobody. I'm going to do what God tell me to do. You do what God tell you to do. God will bless your life. Oh, I'll get my blessing. Okay. And I'm a friend of God. Okay. <clears throat> Chapter 33 and verse 11 of Exodus. Listen to this. This is a good scripture. Y'all don't like this. Okay. It's sad. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. I'm going to read it one more time. I want you to listen to this. Listen to what I'm saying. This is yummy, yummy stuff. Okay. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face. Did you hear what they just said? And the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. I'll say it again. And the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. They were right there together. They were right there. People don't talk about this. But the Lord was right there and spoke face to face with Moses. Oh, my gosh. That's everybody should be jumping up and down. The Lord came down and spoke face to face with Moses. Ooh-wee. Now, I do all with my friend. And there's another thing when I go see them face the face because we cut up and have a good time yep when i go to florida one of my friend's houses we go hang out um and then a turkey will leave me and go to sleep 
and his wife, me and his wife, be still talking, and he'll be, he'll, he'll, he'll go in bed, forget about me, some friend, right? Now, but he we cool. And when he get up, he gets up before me. I'm trying to get up. Oh. And we go places. And we even take turns cooking when we're there. I cook one. I can't got to cook one night. They're cooking. Oh, friends! Love being with one another. That's friendship. That's real friendship. Friendship is not one-sided. And Christ Jesus has a major problem. Major problem. That no one can pay. I'm serious. The Lord Jesus Christ has a major problem that no one can fix. He become friends of millions of people that don't want to be his friend. He became friends with people with murderers, rapists. Oh, I'm telling you the truth. When he went to Calvary, he became friends, giving up his life for his friends. Trusting and hoping some of them will see the light and become his friends throughout eternity. I'm not making it up. Before we were saved, we were not God's friend, but we were predestinated. So you got to understand about something about predestination. You have to be there when it's time for that predestination to take place. I'm going to tell you it again. You have to be there for that predestination to take place. You were predestinated at a certain time to be saved. You know, a lot of people lost out with God. I'm not kidding you. A lot of people have lost out with God because when it was time for them to be saved, they rejected hearing the voice of God. Amen. And they were predestinated to be saved. It's not no joke. You got to really read the word of God. It's in there. Many people that were chosen to be saved from the foundation of the world have not received eternal life. Because they would be would continue in their rebellion. We were not God's friend before we were saved. Amen. We have to give our lives to the Lord and get to know Him as a friend. You don't become a friend with a person in one day. But because Jesus Christ is the author of salvation, He became our friend when He went to Calvary. Oh, He could have been our friend when He was in heaven already, but I'm gonna take it from Calvary. So look at verse 11. One more time. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. That's something. The Lord spoke to Moses face. Moses was in a position where he could be called the friend of God, the friend of the Lord. He was able to talk. Oh, my God. I don't know what I would do if the Lord came down directly to speak to me. Yes, I've heard the Lord's voice. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually coming down and talk to me. Um, I go get caught up to the third heaven or something. The Lord have a conversation. With me. I don't know what I'll do. I'd probably have so many questions. The Lord said, ah, get out of here. <laughs> I'd have a gazillion questions about this. I'm serious. I'd be, I'd be, I'm serious. I'd have, because I got, I got a ton of questions now. Because <clears throat> there's a lot of things I don't understand. So I'd be asking all kinds of questions. And I know if I ask, he's going to answer me. But he probably ain't got time to be answering all my crazy kitty old questions. I got questions back from the day I've been saved. I can ask. Are you kidding me? <clears throat> I've been saying, well, over 35 years, uh, I could ask all kinds of questions. And he'll probably say, get your behind back to her. You're not going to harass me today. <laughs> ah, that's funny. That's probably what happened with me. And he'll probably be saying, you're not staying here yet, so don't even think about it. <laughs> I'm one of those characters. I, I want to find out everything I can. Hey, take me around. I want to see everybody talking about all this stuff. But look at this scripture here. Verse 11. It's just beautiful to hear. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. I just can't gobble that up enough. 
The Lord spoke to Moses as if he was his friend. Oh my God, that's beautiful. God spoke to Moses as if they were friends. Let's move on. Let's go to John 15 and 14. Now, let's pause for a second and think about it. Friendship. Friendship includes agreement. All right? Now, in order for somebody to be your friend, they have to agree to your terms, right? Of course they do. A person can't be your friend if they don't agree to uh, 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 what you what you believe in doing and what you like to do. They can't be your friend if they don't do that. If you like to go hang out by the beach, you want friends that like to hang out by the beach. If you like to eat all day, you want friends that like to eat. You don't want to... Uh, you don't want a friend to be talking about losing weight all day long when you want to munch. You don't want a friend that don't want to eat no candy when you like to eat candy. I'm just telling you realistically. It's true. So let's look at this verse. John 15 and 14 says, Ye are my friends, this is the Lord speaking. Ye are my friends, if ye do so whatsoever I command you. Let me read it again. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. Did you hear that? The Lord consider you his friends when you do whatsoever he command you. Now, guess what? There's a scripture in the Bible that says, why call me, Lord, Lord, do not the things that I say do. The word of God ain't changing, beloved. The word of God is not going to change for us. The word of God is not going to disarmly annual itself for us. The Lord is not going to change. He said, you are my friend if you do so whatsoever I command you to do. And he ain't going to command you to do nothing wrong. He's not going to command you to walk out of his will. He's not going to command you to do anything outside of God's word. The thing is, he's trying to get you to do God's word. He's trying to get you to obey God's word. But this is interesting. He said, ye are my friend. If you do whatsoever I command you to do. Whatever the Lord command you to do, I will make you his friend. Let's move on. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 33. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 3. And the reasons follow. Listen to this. Do this now, my son, and deliver thyself. When thou comest to the hand of thy friend, go humble thyself and make sure thy friend. Let me read it again. Do this now, my son, and deliver thyself. When thou comest to the hand of thy friend, go humble thyself. And make sure of your friend. You better make sure Jesus is your friend. He said, well, you already said Jesus is our friend. You better make sure he's your friend. You better make sure you have truly repented of your sins. And accept the Christ as your personal savior. The Lord is going to make sure. Whether or not you his friend. When you stand before the Lord, it's going to show whether or not you've been his friend in your lifetime. It's going to show whether or not you've been his friend in your lifetime. Whether you want to or not, it's going to show. When he reveal your life, it's going to show whether you've truly been his friend or the friendship has been one-sided. 
It's not a joke. It's not a prank. It's a fact. Go humble yourself and make sure you are a friend of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Make sure you're lining up with what his words say. Make sure. Make sure you're obeying what his words say. Go humble yourself and be sure of your friendship with God and his son, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious about amen, that. Amen. That's something you got to do. Nobody can do it for you. Nobody can stand proxy for you. It's something you have to personally do. You have to make sure you are truly a friend of God. Not like one-sided. Not that the Lord is your friend. And you are a friend of God. If people read that, that scripture, don't even know what it said. It says that you go. Verse 3 says, do this now, my son, and deliver thyself. See? Tell me you deliver yourself. When thou come into the hand of thy friend, go humble yourself and make sure thy friend. Go humble yourself and make sure you're a friend of God. Humble yourself to make sure you're abiding in God's word. He said, let my word abide in you. Oh. Abide in me and let my word abide in you. You can ask me what you will. That's friendship. That's why he's saying, go humble yourself. Go humble yourself, beloved. And make sure you're a friend of God. Amen. Let's move on. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 18. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 24. And it reads as follows. A man that have a friend must show himself friendly, and there's a friend that sticketh closer to a brother than a brother. I'll read it again. A man that have a friend must show himself friendly, and there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I mean, you can't make it, you can't get no simpler than that. A man that have friends. A man that had friends must show himself friendly. You got to show yourself friendly. Oh, uh, yeah, I ain't listening to what that scripture says. A man that had his friends must show, first show himself friendly. You got to show yourself friendly. Now you can sing that song. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a friend we have in Jesus. Now the scripture just picked up and said. A man that have a friend must show himself friendly. You got to show yourself friendly, beloved. You got to put yourself in a position where you're showing yourself friendly and other people are moved by it and they want to be your friend. You know what? You know what a lot of people miss out on about friendship? Friendship involves love. Friendship, it does. Friendship involves love for your friend. Love for that person. That friendship love. Christ has that love for us. That's the thing. We don't have that love for Christ. Friendship involves love, beloved. I just read a scripture and Jesus said, yeah, my friend, if you do so whatsoever, I command you. Then in another scripture, he said, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say do? We got issues. Beloved, we have issues. 
God is a holy God. We must be holy. He said, be holy for I am holy. He said, peace follow all men in holiness without no man shall see the Lord. Nobody. Now you can sing that song all you want. You know what? When the rapture take place, when everybody get caught up, somebody going to be in church singing that song. What? A friend we have in Jesus. And people going to be snatched up right in front of them. They're going to still be singing, what a friend we have in Jesus. And Jesus is going to look down while they're snatching up the soul of the saints. He's going to say, hey, you were never my friend. That's why you're still down there. It's true. I'm not making it up. Millions of people going to be singing that song. What a friend we have in Jesus. And the rapture take place. Right before they bury eyes of people around them, loved ones, and I'm going to snatch. And they still going to be singing, what a, friend, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God at breath. And the Lord is going to look down and say, hey, Joe. I've been trying to be your friend all your life. You didn't want to be my friend. That's why you got left behind. Come on. Some people see that movie Rapture, Rapture, maybe read the book, another book about uh, uh, the rapture taking place, and then the people run around screaming, oh, why did I get left behind? They were never a friend of God. They were never a friend of Jesus Christ. How they going somewhere? Amen. Friends hang out together. They do stuff together as friends. Am I right, Sister Wells? Amen. Friends hang out together. Whether they're doing bad or good, they do stuff together. Let's move on. We're just about finished. Let's go to John 15 and 15. Now listen to this. This is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking. Henceforth, I call you not servants. I call you not servants. The servant knoweth not what the Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. That's something. Hey, boy, I call you not servant. The servant knoweth not know what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I've heard of my father, I have made known unto you. And I'm going to tell you something. Think that's not true? It is. I prove it. Teenagers, when they get together, they're friends. They they rat on their parents. They tell they, they tell their friend what their parents say. And the friend tell them, ah man, I would do that. I would follow that joke, man. That's some old folk stuff. Yeah. Friends follow what their friends say. That's why Jesus said, I'm gonna I am i am going I'm not gonna want you to be a servant. I want you to be a friend. But I can reveal stuff that my father said, that daddy said, I can tell y'all. I can tell you what he said. So it won't be no mystery to you when you're here. I want to tell you what Father said. That's what it says right here. That's what it actually said. I'll read it again. Verse 15. Is, uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. He said, henceforth, I call you not servants. Service knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. That's awesome. But we got to get there. <laughs> okay. The scripture also says that we're blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And most people have no idea what those They'll never know. They'll never get to see them. They'll never get to uh, uh, enjoy them or learn what they are. You got to become a friend of God. I seen that they sing another song. I got a friend in God. It goes something like this. I got a friend in God. I got a friend in God. Everybody saying I got a friend in God. But I don't hear no songs about them being Christ friends or God friends. 
All these singers come out with all these hot songs about a friend in Jesus, and I got a friend in God, and the Lord is my friend, but I don't hear them coming out with no songs about their God and the Lord's friend. Something is wrong. This verse says, it says very plainly, Henceforth, I call you not servants, the servant knoweth not, knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. That's something. At least the men of God and women of God should be friends with God. So the Lord can make known unto us what God has said. It's all messed up. They singing all these songs about JC and all this other stuff. And you don't hear no songs about them being a friend of God, our friend with the Lord. People think about this. <clears throat> Are you a friend of God? Stop singing that song. What a friend we have in Jesus. Can he depend on you? Can he trust you? Huh? Can he depend on you to deliver a message without doing some mess? Huh? Can he depend on you to go through a little trial without you running off the road? Huh? What kind of friend are you? I have friends that I could call if I need money, I can get it if they have. I didn't have nowhere to stay. I could call my friends. They'll find somewhere for me to stay if I really was homeless. They don't. I'm just giving you. That's what for real friends do. We got this wrong. It's not a popular message. But we got this wrong, beloved. We got this wrong. I know all the famous preachers talk about all oh, they are uh, friendly God and God wants to bless you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm telling you, when you got friend, you ain't got to worry about nobody telling you God going to bless you because you ain't friend. The man, oh my God. God got a cattle on a thousand hills. He got a city up here of gold. You ain't got to worry about God blessing you. But because you're not a friend, you're looking for a preacher to tell you God going to bless you, and you're looking for here a prophecy and all this other stuff, when you could just leave. <laughs> you could just be God's friend and fellowship and communion with him according to his word. And you'll be more than blessed. And other people will know it. Other people around you know that you're blessed. I had a, an individual call me some time ago. It's supposed to be prophesying to me some months ago. And I said, yeah, whatever. To this day, sometimes this same person all of a sudden, now they call me to pray for them. I'm telling you, beloved, become a friend of God. Become a friend of God. Become a friend of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't let the, the relationship with God and the Lord Jesus Christ be eternally one side for you. The Lord will always love you. Uh, you know, people talk about that song that uh, 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 um, she sang in a movie, uh, The Bodyguard. I will always love you. Well, I'm going to tell you something. She bit off some of God's words <laughs> because those words are true from God. He will always love you, regardless of what happens. He will love you. He will care for you. But the thing about God is he cannot deal with sin. He cannot accept sin. This is why God backs away and blocks him from helping you. 
You got to become God's friend. You got to, you must be born again. You must repent of your sins. You must come out of your way and learn friendship with God. Learn how to become his friend permanently. I read in the scripture, check this out. I read in the scripture that it says, when you know the word of God, when you really know the word of God and um, you know your place in God, you know, um, what's that word? It says when you, you know who you are in God. Oh, no. When you're sure of your salvation, when you're sure of your salvation, you'll never fall from grace. When you're sure of your salvation, you'll never fall from grace. That's a little interesting to read. Oh, beloved, you're watching this broadcast. You're listening to this podcast. You've got to become God's friend. You must. I don't know how you're going into eternity with a Lord that you don't know him as friend. Because he reveals his secrets to his friend. If there's anybody watching this broadcast that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, this is your moment. This is your hour. This is your time to become God's friend. Let us pray. Bow your head and repeat after me if you want to be saved. I have no special prayer, but just, just a, a simple prayer. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood. Save me right now. Come into my heart, mind, and soul. Save me, first of all. Save me. That I might be your friend. Not you, just be my friend. I accept you now. I thank you for dying on the cross of Calvary and rising on the third day. I thank you for saving me and coming into my life. I thank you for wanting to be my friend. Help me to be a good friend to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's true, beloved. Now listen. You can go to the website, the Tabernacle of Deliverance, inc.org, and you can become um, a pair, uh, become a partner. You can leave a, uh, we have a page for even a prayer request and a testimony of what God is doing. <clears throat> Soon we'll be opening a Facebook group where you can leave your prayer request and your testimony. I'll let you know further on that uh, in the upcoming day. Okay, until Wednesday night. A Bible study at 8 o'clock, 8.15 actually. Work on becoming God's friend from your heart. Serve him in righteousness and God in, in Jesus' name. I'll see you on the day.